Hi, this is Sassy Steffi, and you are listening to the Oversell Podcast. And if you turn that dial, I'll make you kiss my sass. It is episode 90, and we are talking WWE WrestleMania 33 and so much more. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. I'm Dan. And we are here to talk some professional wrestling. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. You can follow me at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. At WolfMike23. At One Dangerous Dan. And I'm on Facebook, Dangerous Dan Matthews. Also... Be sure you head over to our new website. Our new website is new. new. Our new website. It is <laughs> www.oversellpod.com. That's oversellpod.com. Check out the support us link. That is where you'll find the Amazon link where you can go shop on Amazon and you'll be helping this podcast. There's no extra fees or hidden fees or anything like that. It's just you shopping on Amazon like you normally would. And we get a small kickback on anything that's sold through our link. Also, we've got bios on me, Dan, and Mike there. That's my favorite part. And you can listen to every episode we've done on this podcast. So be sure to check out our new website, oversellpod.com. <laughs> Guys, All right. WrestleMania 33. I'm kind of excited. I don't know why. Because, I, I mean, WrestleMania was all right to me. Because we made it through WrestleMania? We made it through the six-hour WrestleMania, the two, no, the three, was it two or three hours for NXT? Two. Two, two hours two. of NXT. Two. <laughs> two hours of NXT. The, the, I haven't even gotten a chance to watch the Hall of Fame yet, so. I've I only mean, watched, like, DDP and Kurt Angle, and that was it. And on top of that, you know, there's all this other wrestling around the world that we're trying to get to, and. Speaking of which, Mike, you may want to be able – I don't think I'll be able to go, but RSWF, Saturday night, Moose is going to be there. Again? Yeah, he's really? well, he's the heavyweight championship, so he's got to defend his title. Okay, and makes I, sense. And so if you can get out to uh, – let me find the address. It's out on Perkins Road. Go see Moose. I'm sure they're going to do like a $15 early meet and greet, and then you'll be able to get a picture with Moose or get an autograph from him. He was really nice when I talked to him. And – is he still the Impact Grand Champion? Uh, yes. So you get to hold that heavy ass title that Moose hold, Moose has to carry around that he just flings around like it's probably three pounds to him, but to me, <laughs> I, I felt a strain in my back when I tried to hold that title up. But uh, they are at. Let's see if I can find it here. Uh, thirty-seven fifteen South Perkins Road, Suite twenty-one, Memphis, Tennessee, three eight one one eight. Moose. 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 Go see <laughs> Moose. It, he, he he busts his ass every match he's in. I highly recommend it. If you have not gotten to see Moose yet, that you go check out that show. Guys, let's go through WrestleMania 33. Uh, Mike, you got the card pulled up there? Yeah, and it's going to take about four hours to get through it because <laughs> it was like a seven-hour fucking pay-per-view. Well, like, uh, let's see. 
we can go through some of them quickly. I would, like here's what I have to say about the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Boo. Yeah. Uh, I'm Strowman a, didn't win. I didn't watch much of it. it and I, it, you put it on the pre-show, so why would people even care? Yeah. You know, people are coming into the arena. If you really wanted the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal to mean something, it would be right in the middle of the card. Yeah. Uh, there was another. What was the other pre-show matches? We had the Cruiserweight Championship. That was a good match. Neville and Aries. I still haven't watched that one. That was apparently like the very first one they showed. And yeah, that, I thought that was strange that they had that on the pre-show. But I like the ending of it. Neville went for the eye that Aries was hurt right. uh, while he's in a submission, and then that you know Neville cheated to win and got the win. I thought it was I thought it was a good match. You know, Neville and Aries are two of the best you know smaller wrestlers in the world. So right. it was I thought it was a good match. Dan, did you get to watch it? Uh, I actually uh, and do do we have Sheik queued up because I don't know what it is, but every single WrestleMania for the last ten years I've been on call and I've gotten called into work. <laughs> well, you'll have to ask you'll have to ask Sheik if he's here or not and what he thinks about that. Yes, um, but you, why don't I, you I ask him? Pre-show. I got home in time to turn on the TV and WrestleMania to actually start the actual pay-per-view. So I, I missed the pre-show, but I got to see this, you know, from start to finish, I got to see WrestleMania. So I was, I was happy about that. So. Well, a- why don't you ask the Sheik what he thinks about that? What do you think about that, Sheik? Fucking bullshit! What I thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else on the pre-show? Yeah, the IC championship. You got... Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how the, I thought about the, it. You have the fucking Intercontinental Champion, which was once a major title in your company, and then you're going to put it on the pre-show. Now, granted, it's hard. To, you know, you can't really distinguish between the pre-show and the right. main show. I, but come on, man. Because I mean, most of the people were in the you know in the building already, like well, you know, into the pre-show. So I mean, it was. You know, the, those people were in those seats for, what, seven hours? Mm-hmm. Eight hours, something like that? Yeah, it was probably hot. You know, it's, it actually threatened to rain there for a minute. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Five Star was there. Yeah, he was there. Uh, thought that was cool. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go next year. My cousin lives in New Orleans, so... New Orleans. I got a place to crash, hopefully. Knock on wood, get down there, go see all... There's And uh, next week, I think we're going to... Um, have someone on our show that got to go to the local or not local shows, but in more indie shows around her name is Katie Forbes. You'll like her. She's a big Grizzlies fan. Okay. Um, met her at wrestling trivia, Cerrito trivia. So she's very nice and she's going to come in and tell us all about all the sh- different shows other than WrestleMania that she got to go to. And cause there was a lot, there was evolve wrestling circus. I mean, there was just so many yeah. progress was down there. I'd love to see a progress show. That's the, you know, that's UK wrestling, uh, so, it, you know, it's just there's so much wrestling that is probably overwhelming for a lot of people. But, you know, a seven-hour well, I mean, show. You, you count you count the Hall of Fame, which started at 8 and ended at, I'm thinking my time. Uh, it started at 8 and ended about 11. Yeah, it went 11, a good 30. three hours, three and a half. So. Yeah. And then you, you went into NXT, which is, you know, two, three hours the next day. And then you went into WrestleMania, which was, uh, let's see, started at 7. That was four hours for the pay-per-view alone. You had another hour to the pre-show. You know, so, Two you hours know, for the pre-show. 
And then uh, you include the Monday after Raw because everybody's watching the Monday after Raw. And and this year you had SmackDown Live after Raw. SmackDown Live yeah. after Raw. And I want to get to this, the Raw stuff because I thought the Raw afterwards was fucking incredible. Let's go through. The, let's get through this WrestleMania card. All right, but yeah. first off, I was I was shocked that Corbin did not win. Yeah, well, you know, some t- a lot of the times heels don't leave WrestleMania the champion. Yeah, but I mean typically. that early in the card though. Yeah, you figured that'd be the best time to do it. And I then have him beat Ambrose in a non-title match the next night on Raw makes or, I'm sorry, or SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah, yeah it makes no sense. Makes yeah, a lot, whatever you know. But uh, actual opening match of the main card. AJ Styles defeated Shane McMahon. Interesting that they opened up the show with this. Gra- yes. Granted, what else were you going to open up with? I mean, I don't know. This this card was just kind of it was very uh, it was agented very weirdly, in my opinion, just with the 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 order of the matches. Right. Do, do y'all agree? I As, agree, especially yeah. later in the card. You know, once it yeah, got down to like girls, the final three or four I, matches, I was kind of shocked. The girls came on. The SmackDown Women's title was was on before the last uh, match, which uh, that was weird. Having Undertaker and and Reigns be the last match, but we found out at the end of the night. You know, that was the reason why. Right, so, right. But you know, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, the women got moved to semi main because of Twitter, apparently. Uh, they had enough people complain on Twitter that the women's championship was on the pre-show yeah. that, you know, it got moved from the pre-show to the main card. So, and I kept thinking they were, they had, uh, messed up on time and were about to cut it from the show. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I was thinking. I thought they would just got yeah. bumped off completely. And then it was about 10 minutes before the, uh, that match, I think, uh, Natalia, like, tweeted or did something on instagram you know almost time and i was like okay well i guess they are doing that match now mm-hmm. yeah that that was very shocking to me as well um but the aj and shane match i love that match it was good, i thought it was it, great yeah, it was a great match good. it was a great match you know shane's gonna do his flying into something and get hurt a lot um aj it is now verified that AJ can have a great match with literally anybody mm-hmm. in the world. I won't even say in the WB in the world. I mean, he could come he could come have a five-star match with Mo Steagle if he wanted to. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just Beat kidding. Dragon, Mo. kicking and screaming through it. <laughs> uh, I I'm just kidding, Mo, man. I'm just giving you <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, AJ, he literally you can't there's no other word for it. He is the phenomenal one. Yeah. Uh, great match, loved it. Um, Shane didn't try to do an elbow through the announce table and missed. AJ hit a phenomenal forearm to get the win. Great and match. You saw the coast to coast. Yeah, yeah. I liked uh, I like both of the coast to coast with Shane throwing the trash can at him yeah. as a defense, and then Shane actually hitting coast to coast. Which at his age, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Dan, your thoughts? Yep. Very, very impressive, you know. Um, the gray hair is showing on Shane McMahon, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Jesus! Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the the coast-to-coast and all that stuff and everything, I like the, the psychology of the match, you know, where uh, AJ at first was like, hey, let's wrestle, and then he was the one that wound up punching first, you know. 
And then, uh, you know, that turned it into a fight. And of course, you know, Shane with those working punches, I put my, I put my fingers up in the air, you know, around, uh, working, you know, punches <laughs> and quotes there. Cause that ain't, that ain't a working punch. That's just a, that's just putting your hand out there and hoping, uh, it looks like a punch. <laughs> yep. You know, and it, and I, I honestly, at this point, I think that Shane is afraid to throw a working punch maybe because he's afraid he might actually hit somebody for real because Shane does train in Muay Thai and all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. You know? So I may, you know, there's, there's a reason there's a, there's a hindrance there in Shane's working punches. But at the same time, if, if your working punches don't look good, somebody needs to say something to Shane says, look, just don't throw a punch, throw a forearm or something. <laughs> <laughs> So, but that—that's the—that's really the only complaint I had is, is uh, Shane's working punches, and I mean everything else was just great, you know. Um, yep, psychology and everything was great. I agree. Uh, next match, U.S. Championship. Kevin Owens defeated Chris Jericho. This was my favorite match of the night, personally. I really enjoyed it. I, you know, this is a, this has been a long. I think this has been a long time, long story that they've been. Yeah doing with this and it had the perfect culmination i mean chris jericho doing what chris jericho doing what a lot of older vets should do put the young guy over make him look great i mean it was a back and forth match but i thought kevin owens looked great out of it uh the uh reversal into a code breaker late in the match that was that, beautiful that was awesome yes um you know kevin owens just knows how to work a crowd in his match and you know i can't say enough this was my favorite match of the night and this, it's weird that, you know, the front half of this card was stacked, I think. And we'll get to the match, but at a certain point, it just seemed like it kind of just dropped off. Yeah. But uh, up until then, yeah, first Everybody two matches. Everybody was exhausted, though. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the first two matches I thought were home runs. You know, Chris Jericho, I mean, where if he has to be top five, one of the best workers of all time by now, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Tw- yeah. yeah, I mean, just putting young guys over. He put fucking Fandango over at a WrestleMania. He put a Fandango mm-hmm. over. And what's Fandango done hey, since it, well, then? Well, I mean, that's not yeah. <laughs> that's not Chris Jericho's fault. No, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it was just it was just impressive. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts, Dan? I uh, I enjoyed it. You know, um, the one finger. On the bottom rope. Oh, that was an awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, the that, one finger on the bottom rope. You know, that was. Uh, I I saw uh, I saw a meme that somebody had made where it was the festival of friendship and it was the painting of Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens touching <laughs> fingers <laughs> in the top of it, and then it was Kevin Owens putting his finger on the bottom rope in the bottom of it. <laughs> so I, I thought that was pretty inventive, but uh, yeah, you know the again psychology the whole psychology of the thing you know um and uh kevin owens gets a united states title at wrestlemania you know yep. a good build up and everything and jericho's about to go on tour with fozzy again and you know god does this guy ever like vacation <laughs> I, th- I think of, i think like his vacations from wrestling are taking up with like time with uh but that could be fozzy. a vacation for him because he's in a different city every week and he's just rocking out like he wants to so yeah, I guess the vacation from wrestling is going on a tour with a rock band. Yeah, <laughs> that's just wild. <laughs> yeah. Mike, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it was another great match. 
I still love the the pop up power bomb into the code breaker. That I mean, so that was good. that was so good. That I mean, so you good. almost knew that had to happen at some point, but and then it it ended just kind of quickly. I mean, they were just fighting, and then all of a sudden, the power bomb onto the the apron and rolled him yeah. in, and that was it. Yeah, you know that's but a match should end at any time. A match could end yeah. at any time. Perfect. I thought they told a perfect story, and the angle for now is done, and they're going to move on to whatever's next. Speaking of which, let's move on to the next match. Raw Women's Championship Fatal 4-Way Elimination Match. I'm going to tell you what I really liked about this match. They made Nia Jax look fucking strong. I still wish she would have won, though. I wish she would have won, but... Damn it, she was I liked how they how they took her out. She was kicking everybody's yeah. ass in that ring and it took three people pinning her to get her out right. of the match. That kept that protected Nia Jax um and it made her look great and made her look yeah. strong. She's she looks like a contender for the title cuz one on one you won't be able to stop her. Yeah, Un- unlike they, what they me did to Braun Strowman. We're actually watching this match <laughs> and uh my daughter loves watching the women wrestle. You know, so they, and she loves Bailey, of course. And uh, she was, uh, we were all laughing because, uh, you know, the the spot with the power bomb, you know, where they power bombed her out of the turnbuckle, all three girls did, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, boom, and then we and and I kind of laughed and everything, and she giggled, and I was like, all right, now pin her, you know, and then uh, they, one of them pin, one of them fell on top of her, and like hell with that, everybody pin her, and then everybody. <laughs> So we were we were laughing when she, when uh, Nia got eliminated, you know, because you know, I was calling it as it went. But you know, my my daughter loved it too. Uh, she thought it was pretty funny. You know, I was like, you know, one person pinned. All right, now everybody, get out of your dog pile. <laughs> you know, they teased a Sasha heel turn with the way she was coming out, yeah. and with the way she was looking at Bailey a couple times before the match even started. But we didn't actually get it. Right. We haven't gotten it yet, but I, th- I have a feeling it, it's coming. It's coming. It's yep. coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and the final two end up being Charlotte and Bailey, which I thought was interesting. You know, I, me, I probably what about, uh, sorry. What about what about Sasha's entrance on oh, that car? Yeah, that was very. Uh, when I saw it, I was like, "That's very Eddie Guerrero ish." <laughs> yeah. Of her. yeah. So uh, cool entrance. I, I'll give her that. And she had the tiara going on and the big hair. And... <laughs> One of the few people that didn't have to walk all the way down that ramp. Oh yeah, man, right. that was a long ass <laughs> ramp. They said the it? ramp was eighty yards. 80 yards, yeah. Golly. <laughs> I'm, and, you know, just imagine back in the day, like, Ultimate Warrior having to make that entrance. <laughs> <laughs> they would have had to move the room. Cl- match. They would have had to move the <laughs> ring closer to him. Yeah. God bless you, Ultimate Warrior. God bless you. Uh, but, yeah, the final <laughs> two end up being Charlotte and Bailey. I thought that was an interesting choice. They could have done, you know, Bailey and Sasha as the final two. But they didn't. I mean, I guess they're just fighting that. They heel chose turn. to keep the whole, you know, face first heel for the the final two. And it, I thought it was all right. It wasn't the best women's wrestling match I've seen. But it, far, no. it wasn't Oksana and uh, I forget who the other girl she had the worst match ever with. What was it? This past weekend? No, no, oh. Oksana. <laughs> there's a match that was like literally called the worst match ever, and it was Oksana and somebody. I just can't remember oh. who the other. Maybe it was Melina or Alicia Fox. Oh. No. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. But it was garbage. <laughs> yeah, but it was garbage. But, Mike, you had any thoughts on the match? Aside from Nia Jax losing. I mean, like like you said, they they made her look strong. You know, it took all three of them at the same time to beat her. But I was really hoping that she was going to walk out with that championship because nobody else, you know, nobody would have expected that. 
but other than that, I mean, it was, it was a good match. I mean, we all kind of knew that Bailey was, she was going to, you know, get her WrestleMania moment. Was it I think it, I think it would have went. I think it would have meant more if she would have, you know, won it off of somebody as opposed to just retaining it. But hmm. I don't know. Was it so? Was it too soon for Bailey to get her WrestleMania moment? No, I don't, don't think, think so. so. I think if she should have had a pay per view losing streak, Bailey, she should have wrestled at SummerSlam. Survivor Series, anything in between. Right. She should have had it, you know, maybe even lose it at WrestleMania, lose a couple more times, and then at WrestleMania. Imagine, like, after all these losses for the women's title, and after all this, and, you know, they, she can get screwed a couple of times, lose clean a couple of times, lose by DQ, something like that, but racking up all these losses. And then next year at WrestleMania – she she pulls off a Bailey to Bailey Bailey to belly suplex off the top rope. And mm-hmm. just imagine that at WrestleMania, the moment, and she comes crashing down, and she throws Charlotte on the mat or whoever it is. Right. She gets that pin one two three, and it, you, the the pop she would get after all those losses would have been so much better. That's just yeah. That's just and she she actually won off of an elbow off the top rope. She didn't win off of any of her finishers. That's true. That's yeah. very true. She won with the Macho Man elbow. So. You know, it, it it is what it is. She won. I'm I am happy she got a uh, she got a WrestleMania moment. I'm just think, I'm just wondering if it's just maybe a tad bit too soon. But I'll go with you guys on it. If if you guys think it wasn't, then it wasn't. I'm still questioning if she's overrated or not. But I don't think she's overrated by any means. I mean, I think she's a great worker. You know, she does. She busts her ass in the ring, just like mm-hmm. every other performer right now. I, I I definitely wouldn't call her overrated. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the next match? Raw Tag Team Championship triple threat that turned into a fatal four-way. Uh, yes. Okay. How how bad did you guys scream when you heard the hard music? I, I, I'll, I will admit that I had tears running down my face. Um, <laughs> that was a very emotional moment for me because, like, you look at the terms that the boys left – what was it? Fifteen years ago. Yeah, you know, or it seems like you it. look. You look on. Yeah, the, you look long, at the no. terms of Ten. what they left. Matt. Matt. What? Matt didn't leave on good terms. Jeff left on even worse terms. Really. Yeah. You know, there was always that opening for a return, but you know, not to this degree though. This was a triumphant return. This was the guys that cleaned their act up. You know, had gotten back in shape and had actually made themselves viable to the company. You know. And uh, this is this was awesome. You know, that music hit. I was watching a reaction video today. It was a compilation of reactions from different angles in the stadium and people at home. Every one of them was screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> you know, that, that Hardy Boys music hit, and it was done. It was over with. I, I, was, I was 13 again. I loved watching uh, They've Got a GIF of, New Day's reaction when they came out as they just walked past them. It's well, hilarious yeah. watching them. Well, they mm-hmm. set it up so they should, couldn't have been surprised or anything, well, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, I, I, I jumped up out of my chair or out, off the couch and was just screaming. Anthony was over here, and, you know, he was just – he was like, oh, my God, this is great, but the caveat is they're not they're not broken. That kind of yeah. – 
That kind of Matt's like half and half. Yeah, but yeah. he said he actually put out a tweet on his broken Matt account that says, you know, the magic of WrestleMania has cured my condition. Yeah, that's so, all. Matt. There's always a chance it'll come back if it can be contained. Yeah, or so yeah. let's let's hope. I hope it comes back because I think I, I think that's that's the reason why Matt Hardy is back with. Yeah, some of I stuff. think I think if they take care of the legal issues with the trademarks and all that, and they will, because I mean that they if they've got it registered, then they can fight it, they can win, and I have full faith in them that they can do that. But that even makes them more that that even makes them even more viable to the company because say like. Say like they do get that trademark uh, infringement case. They get they get that all worked out. Then all of a sudden they lose the tag titles. Then they become broken. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. And then it's oh, then it's wide open. They can do whatever they want to. Yeah. And yeah. it's gonna even get. It's just gonna get even better. Uh, you know, it was surprising seeing Jeff again return and. Jump off twenty foot ladder. Thirty nine. The, the big, yeah, the Jeff big thirty nine. Are you sure that was twenty? Because that may have been that could have been thirty or forty feet. That ladder seemed huge, but yeah, doing st- going back to his high spots and not even thinking about it, just dove off. <laughs> and and Matt with the twist of fate off top of the ladder. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty way, sick. Yeah, the way uh, Anderson took that. I mean, it. I thought he broke his neck. Think about. I want you to also to realize this. In one weekend, the Hardys wrestled four members of the Bullet Club. Yeah. <laughs> How crazy is that? How crazy? Back to back nights. Yeah. Back to back nights. I mean, and they wrestled a hell of a ladder match from what I heard at ROH, and to come in Saturday night and do it again with three other tag teams. I mean, uh, Jeff was pretty beat up after. Uh, yeah, I heard. One or two. Yeah, I heard. And uh, you know, all the tag. I thought this was the best match on the card. You know, people were going crazy the whole match. Uh, it. it it was just so much fun. Some of the spots you got in that one were just woo, like like any other ladder match. But yeah. you add the Hardys or the Dudleys or Edge and Christian to a ladder match, you're going to get something crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it it was fun. Like I said, I stayed pumped that whole match just with flying people flying everywhere. I mean, it was just fucking insane. Mike, your thoughts? Any spots you liked? The twist of fate from the ladder. Yeah. I mean that it 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 was just it was perfect. It looked perfect. It wasn't one of those where, you know, one of them. You know, a lot of times when they'll do stuff off the ladder, you know, somebody drops a little too early. You know, one's just you know half a second earlier than the other person, and it just doesn't look like it, like it should. But I mean, this was, you know, perfectly executed. Yeah, and I just imagine like when they start going down, Gallo says, "Don't you drop me, motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> but then you know Jeff's big spot too. You know when he went through the tables, he only went through you know one side of them. Yeah, and Seamus just kind of uh, they were yeah. ladders. They oh, weren't yeah. tables. They oh were yeah, ladders. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you yeah. know Seamus just kind of had to roll off. He's like, "Okay, yeah, his legs hit me, but I'm <laughs> I'm done." <laughs> well, I would have too if it hit me from forty feet up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> what uh Dan any thought any other thoughts you want to No, I I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed all the bumps the guys took and everything and uh you know eventually our boys Enzo and Cass are going to get some <laughs> tag titles I hope. I, I think I'm over Enzo and Cass. I just think I'm over them. I don't know. But, well, they, I mean they got a good gimmick going, yeah, you know, and mm-hmm. I I feel bad for Enzo. Um you know, I I I watched a little thing on them um I think it came on the network. It was just random between shows. And uh, 
Enzo said he before he was signed, he got a direct call from Triple H that Triple H had found him on the internet doing YouTube videos, talking smack and doing boxing. And that was the way he was discovered. Is that, you know, I want you to come down and try out for WWE, you know, and NXT and all that stuff. And that was the way they got discovered. It was that, you know, and, you know, that that just, uh, you know, I don't know if not having a wrestling background is playing into Enzo, you know, botching a lot of things lately. Um, but I think it is starting to sour people on their gimmick. Yeah. And he needs to get more smooth and crisp in the ring if he's, you know, if he's going to be a long-term guy. What's the next match, Mike? Mixed tag team match. Cena and Bella versus Miz and Maurice. See, after the tag match, this is where things just kind of dropped off for me. I didn't. I, I think the, I only saw like the last half of this match. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, it you know it served its purpose, and we got what we all knew what was going to happen after the match. The proposal, anyway. yeah. So, congratulations, I guess, John and uh, <clears throat> John and Nikki. I guess that is some of the funniest stuff from Miz and Maurice on this. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, I love them coming out. Of, I love the. Rule number one of John Cena's house or whatever that the promo they cut um, on SmackDown, which led to something yeah. else. But we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Here in a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was all right. It was. I mean, it was. I know there's been a lot of you know build up behind it, but it, this really seemed like a throwaway match. Yep. And that's and it's hard to say that with Cena in WrestleMania. You know, me and Anthony, while we were watching it, we came out with another way they could have ended this match. Um, you know, John Cena was wearing his shorts the whole time in the match, so I guess that ring was in his pocket the whole time. What if mm-hmm. Miz picked his pocket on the move, and when he goes to propose, he starts looking, and then Miz grabs a mic like, Hey, John, John, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, were yeah. you looking for this? You may have beaten me, but I still win, and then leave. What about the size of that ring, too? Well, Holy crap. Yeah, fuck you, John yeah. Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Making us all look bad. Thanks, John Cena. Like I said, all right, it was an all right match. Uh, we all knew what was going to happen, so we yeah. can, I think we can move on unless any of you guys want to talk about it anymore. Nope. Okay, next match. <laughs> the non-sanctioned match. Seth Rollins defeated Triple H. This, this was good. That was a good match. Yeah. It kind of picked up a little bit for this match. I mean, It was Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, of course it's going to be good. The, sp- the Stephanie going through the table and the look on Triple H's face was intense. Yeah. I mean, once again, that's great storytelling. And it helps when probably the guy that was in the match was also agenting it agenting it as well. So, right. I mean, he's like, uh, yeah, so y'all are going to do this? He's like, no, I know what I'm doing. Leave me alone. And, yeah, Seth with his supposedly bad knee, I thought he looked had a great match. Yeah. It was, it was a great match. Uh, but like I said, you know, it's Triple H at WrestleMania. I mean, you know Triple H, it. it doesn't matter who you put against Triple H at WrestleMania. He's going to make you look good. I was hoping more of, of of a better entrance, though. I mean, I get, I mean, Triple H on a trike. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Stephanie looked badass back there, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, she looked like We went me. from Undertaker riding a motorcycle to, t- to Triple H. Well, so. we, we had a joke kind of going. <laughs> she looked like a groupie for an 80s hair band. And, like, AY was like, yeah, not even like a good one, like, Rat. (laughs) 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 Round and round. (laughs) But yeah, this is a sick match. The table spot was great, which led to another great moment on Monday Night Raw that we'll get to. I know you're really excited about. Uh, Maybe a little. 
Uh, but I yeah, heard, I, I did hear this comparison as well. I, I, in the uh, closed group, somebody said, somebody said Stephanie looked like she should be working the front desk at a Motel Six. Oh, jeez! <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she could be working the customer service counter at Spencer's. There you go. <laughs> uh, great match, though, Dan. Any thoughts you want to add? Oh uh, no! I like the psychology of the match. Uh, I I saw a couple of posts on Facebook for people saying that they were disappointed by this match. I I don't see how you could be disappointed. The guy came in with the whole psychology behind the match being that he had a bad leg to start with. So that was the whole psychology behind this match. Is that you know I can still I still think I can beat you even though I've got a bad leg. That's a, that's the Seth Rollins point of view. You know. So, you know, that's the whole thing that uh, going into this match that you had to take with you, you know, even though he had a, he had that bad wheel, he was still jumping off the top rope, jumping off the post, doing all kinds of crazy moves, Phoenix splash, everything, you know, and, uh, you know, came out on top that I loved the table spot with Stephanie. That was awesome. You know, that, that was, uh, again, there was uh, misdirection with that. You didn't realize that table was there, and then all of a sudden, oh, I forgot the table was there, yeah. you know, because she went through it. So, and I, I love, I love misdirection like that because you're never thinking about it, you know. It's just all of a sudden, bam, she went through. She, oh, she got hit off the apron. Wait a minute, she went through the table. Holy crap! So, <clears throat> I did. I liked it. I liked both entrances. I liked Seth Rollins' entrance uh, with the torch, and he set fire. Oh yeah, ground, that, and the ground yeah, went down. I, I forgot ramp. all about that. That shit was fucking awesome the only thing that would have yeah. made it better is if they would have had more of like the cane pyro on the uh the ring posts oh that would like, have been as cool. it hit the ring you know oh, it goes up cool. and then yeah. he slides in yeah. the ring and just just wails on triple h yep next mm-hmm. match wwe championship randy orton defeated bray wyatt okay um um i think it was stupid to take the title off bray personally I agree. especially when you're adding all these effects into a match worms and maggots and yeah. cockroaches or all that shit to just have bray lose and you know out of i get the rko can happen at any time but I, I don't think it was the right time for randy orton to be world heavyweight champion what they could have done is have bray win he go into a program with aj styles or the miz or something like that but to Randy Orton, Randy Orton as a champion just does not do it for me. I was just shocked yeah. that they took it off of Bray so soon. I yeah, mean, I, I, I truly believe this was going to be like that long Bray Wyatt title run that we've been hoping for for years. Yeah, three. He's been what title champion for what two, three months? Uh, no, he got he got it in February. It, yeah, so two months. Chamber. Yeah, wasn't even not two even months. Two, not no, even like two a months. Month and a half. I, see, and people people are going to argue with me. I hate short title reigns. I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. You you became a champion for a reason. Become a fighting champion and book them like they should be as champions. Yeah. That's my thoughts. Uh, you know, we had the, like I said, we had the film projections onto the mat, which apparently didn't affect Randy at all because he yeah. still was able to hit an RKO out of nowhere. And I don't know, there's just something about this match that I didn't like. I was just disappointed. Like, I, w- I had such high hopes for this match. I mean... I'm I was an or- disappointed in the ending. You yeah. know, everything leading up to the ending was the right way it should have done. You know, it, it was the right way it should have been, and it was putting over Bray. You know, and Bray still had power. You right. Know? Oh, he, but Bray still got all this creepy power. Ooh, yeah, okay. But then, like, 
Randy no selling it, you know, and then RKO and into the into the match and everything. I'm like, okay, what was the point of doing all the projections and stuff if you were going to put Randy over again? That didn't make any sense. So we completely agree. You know, it it I I was really hoping for a really long Bray Wyatt title title reign, like you guys said. I it just you know I don't know why. You know, maybe he'll get it back at the next pay per view. Maybe he will. I don't know, but well, they got you got uh, the superstar shakeup coming too. So who knows where they're going to move people yeah. around to? So you know, mm-hmm. uh, but I, it just seemed like that. It like the ending was rushed. It's like they were told, like heading out there, it's like, hey, we're running long. You know, you got to take you know five ten minutes off this match. Uh, will add. Will has a great. Um, Great to comment in our chat room, which you can always join at mixlr.com slash oversell podcast. Um, after Orton won the crowd, after Orton won, the crowd kind of really got quiet after that. Yeah. So that's a, I didn't, I haven't realized it, but now. And with that feud, I still don't know who is facing heel. You have a fucking arsonist. <laughs> he was an arsonist. Arsonists yeah, are, I, I don't think that's a felony. Was really into that match. I don't, I don't think anybody was into well, that the match bil- the whole I, time. The, they, the build up wasn't that great. Until they started projecting stuff on the ring, you didn't really see, you know, any reaction from the crowd. Yeah, because I mean, technically, so, unless the crowd was watching the big screens, they couldn't really see that. Right. Yep. You know, and we'll, we'll actually. I got a comment I'll make after we talk about the next match. So, I mean, overall, let down on this match supremely. But yeah. in my my opinion. I just felt it was short. Yeah. Yeah. Let's speaking of short. What's the next match? Uh, the next match, Brock Lesnar defeated Goldberg. You your total championship matches, both of them, both of them. You look it up. Orton and Bray had a ten minute match. Lesnar and Orton or Lesnar and Goldberg. Goldberg had a four minute match. So your two title matches were fifteen fucking minutes total. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. That is stupid. These are supposed to be. The reasons you are a professional wrestler was to win the heavyweight championship for that company. And you're going to have it in four... People can say whatever the hell they want about Brock. Oh, Brock's a, Brock's a big man, and he's a monster, and he's an attraction. And blah. There are four different fucking moves in that match. There was an mm-hmm. F5, German suplex, a spear, What and what am I missing? Uh, pin. No, no, there was a there, there was something else. I actually kind of, there are four different moves in that match: the spear, German suplex, F five, and a jackhammer. Yeah, there was yeah. a jackhammer. So yeah. four different moves in a fucking championship match. What? I, I, but they but they did them a lot. I don't give a shit. I hate <laughs> I hate Brock Lesnar and this stupid thing that people want to see a match with 15 German suplexes. It's boring. It's derivative. I don't know if it's derivative. It just sounded right to say. (laughs) (laughs) But it is just, it's, it's just somebody get a dictionary. It's just, it is, it is to me. That's just Brock going out and just throwing German suplexes is not a good match to me. And I know I'm a hardcore wrestling fan, but I would think a casual fan too would be like, this is getting repetitive. It's like watching an action movie and seeing the same move performed. You know, at least in the Karate Kid, the crane kick only worked one time. <laughs> Anytime he used it after that, he got his ass kicked, right? Yeah. Right? But I, I think yeah. they also just 
it, it still seemed like they didn't have a lot of faith in Goldberg. You know, selling power, yes, but once he got in the ring, I don't think that they wanted him doing any more than a spear and a jackhammer. Will says Cena has more moves than Brock. <laughs> he has at least five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm looking up the times on the match. Randy Orton defeating Bray Wyatt, 10 minutes and 30 seconds. Brock Lesnar defeated Goldberg, 4 minutes and 45 seconds. So that's... Fifteen minutes and fifteen seconds. Yeah, but that was four times longer than the previous match. Uh, stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. My point. I like the I, psychology I hated, of this. Thing. I hated. I hated everything about this match. It didn't even need to be for a title. You could have had this. You could have had a title for title match with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, and just had this match on the card. It did not need to be for the WWE Universal Heavy Championship, in my opinion. I know people are gonna. Oh, you just uh, internet. You just. <laughs> Johnny Johnny New Japan, blah, 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 blah. You know, fuck you. This match was not good. The buildup sucked. Now we have a champion that we're going to get to see once every two goddamn months on Raw. And I, this, I hate part-time champions. I hate them. I hate them. I'll, but we don't know what's going to happen with the... Is he okay? Talk it out. Talk it out. Is he... <laughs> Get the fire extinguisher and spray it on him, Mike. <laughs> that's that's all I'm going to say. I'll let you guys get your thoughts in now. Sorry. <laughs> no, I I thought, you know, for 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 Goldberg to lose, this was the way it needed to happen. Uh, this match was booked basically as two bulldozers going at it, and you know, two bulldozers going at it, equally matched. You know, one's just going to make a wrong move, and it's going to be over, and that's pretty much all that that happened. So, I mean, you know, it took God, what? How many spears? Three, four, you know, and then yeah. a jackhammer, and then we got ten German suplexes, fifteen, something like that, Stupid. and uh, and then an F five, you know. So you know it, it, it this 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 needed to happen and it it happened in a good way you know, and uh, Goldberg does business you know he does business right so he put over Brock, and you know there were I did hear some rumors that they were they might have gone the other direction uh, just because Goldberg Goldberg losing seemed like the obvious choice right. you know at the time, um, so but you know. I I actually enjoyed it. I you know, I thought the it was a good five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. it inter- it entertained me for five minutes anyway. Yeah, wow. it was it was definitely better than the Goldberg uh, Mongo McMichael match I put over uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Let's uh, Mike your thoughts, and then we'll move on from this. Yeah, bullshit. I mean, I agree with you, Dan. I I didn't really have too much of a problem with it because. It's what I was expecting to see. It was actually longer than I was expecting. But, I mean, that's it's what it was supposed... You know, that's the way it was supposed to happen. You know, your two most imposing guys, you know, on the roster, you know, have the most devastating finishers, you know, at the time, supposedly. And they're that's all they were going to do to each other because they knew that's the only way they could beat each other. And I think it played out like it should. Mm-hmm. I I get what you guys are saying. This match could have. This match. My my biggest problem was this match shouldn't have been for the universal title. Right. That they could have done that match and not have the title 
I agree. I a, agree. A part of it. And, you know, you, you know how long Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant was at WrestleMania 3? Twice as long, almost three times as long. So you're telling me you couldn't have put together eight more minutes? Come on. It's a, <laughs> it, this is my biggest problem. My, my biggest problem, other than it being for the title, is that, you know, you strive to be champion. You strive, 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 strive. And these are the matches we get for that championship that's supposed to mean everything to these wrestlers? It, that's it, that's my biggest problem. Yeah. This time, though, it was purely about money well, and then draw. don't put the title in it. That's yeah. my problem. We'll move on. Because fuck that match. I hated it. SmackDown Women's Championship. Naomi wins against everybody else. Uh, I think like when we did the Superpod <laughs> predictions, a lot of you, I picked Natalia like a dumbass. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, Will just brought up. An, Will is killing it in our chat room tonight. Um, no one has gotten a rematch when losing the universal title. Yeah, that's crazy. You're always supposed to get your rematch clause, so Kevin Owens could eventually go for the title again. Because he never got technically it. good. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, like I think I was the only one. Let me find my notepad here. I can see how we actually did. I should probably should have been. Let's I did. See. I did horrible. So, let's see. I picked. We all picked AJ. Um, I took Ms. Maurice. We all took Reigns except for Dan. He took Taker. Oh, we, I took Taker. Huh. We all big missed big time on the Battle Royal. Yeah, everybody did. Uh, let's see. I said... That's why I picked Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would have been okay with that. I took Neville. <laughs> took Natalia. Took, we all took Corbin winning except for Ryan. He took Ambrose. Um, we all said Cass and Enzo. But that one doesn't count because we didn't know the Hardys were going to be in it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, we were kind of split. Uh, three of us took Sasha. Dan took Bailey. Mike took Nia. We all took Owens to win. We all nailed that one. We all took Wyatt to win, and we all took <laughs> Lesnar to win. So we were all over the place. Yeah. Um. Uh, Kevin says he doesn't really like this title because no one has gotten rematches. So yeah. that's interesting. Naomi got the win. You know, I thought. I, I had a feeling that you guys were right. If she debuted or if she came back, she was going to win that title, and she did. Yeah. Five minute, thirty five second match for another fucking title. Yeah. Okay. And this was the next to last match on the card, so I guess they wanted people to get a pee break in before. I and that's not to downplay the wrestlers. I just think at this time, you know, they're going to look at this card like, oh shit, this is the women's match. We can go get. We 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 still got time for Reigns Taker. Right. You know? Right. So when. I don't know. I'm not, and I don't mean that as a negatory negative statement. I hope it's not being perceived Na- as that. Naomi stole my finishing submit, one of my finishing submissions that I was about to introduce before I retired, because um, I I had actually started doing that in practice before I was retiring, and uh, that new fi- that new submission finisher she's got, I love it, um, and it, it, you can go into it out of a sunset flip and all kinds of stuff. So yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do with that finisher. So I like that submission finisher she got. You know, the match was entertaining. Nothing to write home about, but hey. But they were only given five minutes. what the heck did they do to <laughs> Becky Lynch's hair? <laughs> like, it's like she found Bray Wyatt. Um, <laughs> no, it's like she found Mel Gibson in Braveheart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, that notwithstanding, let's go ahead and move on to the main event. Reigns defeated Taker. Retired Taker. 
I think the retirement was a spectacle of this match, not the actual match. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you could the tell match was actually kind of bad. Yeah, yeah Taker, yeah. you could tell he Taker did. was not moving around well, and he he was in pain. Yep, yep. And to his credit, you know, he kept, and he's always seems to have done that. He had broken whip. He had a long time ago when he was still before he went biker Taker. You know, he had broken ribs. He's wearing a flak jacket to keep him in place, and was still no selling and doing the you know bend up. So yeah. testament to the guy's toughness. Um, but yeah, him taking off the hat. And the jacket and the gloves, laying him in the center of the ring, and then la- leaving the way he came in—that was the spectacle of that whole match. The and, match- they, and they left his gear in the ring, like even while they were taking the ring down. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's—I all- I felt bad though that that botch where he was, you know, going for the tombstone, and then Reigns was reversing it, and, and then dropped. he just could not get him up. Yeah, yeah. Still, though, well, it, it was wasn't even right. That wasn't Reigns' fault. No, no, the no. Weight, the weight hadn't shifted to Reigns' side yet, and Taker was trying to jump into it too early. Yeah. So it, and they just weren't together on it. So you know, it was it was kind of seventy thirty, but mostly in Taker's fault. Yeah. <laughs> but with all the pain that he was probably in, he, yeah. You know, um, like it's all right. I, well, I'm not going to bury the whole match. Um. But it was all right. I'll yeah. say that it was good. You know, it was good for what it was. Like I said, it led to a hell of a moment. The Undertaker's retirement. He didn't even have to say a fucking word. No. Um, and I, st- I still have the problem of you know a title match not being the yeah. main event. But well, you know, I mean, it, in this case, if it was his last know. match, this is the en- this truly is the end of an era. Because oh yeah, this is to me, Taker was the last vestige of kayfabe. Mm. I mean, there's no other people committing to a character like that these days. I mean, everyone's their real self or something like that. And The Undertaker, besides Biker Taker, he has been this character the whole time. And he's never broken kayfabe. Mm. He he has never done a podcast interview, which I'm sure they're going to start coming now. Oh, yeah. But, you know, he's never done... How how often do you see, like, backstage interviews with him and stuff like that, like on the WWE.com exclusives? Or anything to those lines, you know, you never see Taker in those, and it's a testament to how he protected his character. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we we I think we'll have to do a whole episode just on uh, a career retrospective of the Undertaker, and we'll just go through his I whole career. I could easily do that. It'll be fun. We'll do that in the next couple of weeks. You know, um, but I and I think it'll just yeah, we'll just we'll have the Undertaker. We'll open up with the Gong. And just go through the whole Undertaker yeah. career. If if you guys would definitely, be definitely, yeah, definitely a 2018 Hall of Famer headliner. Oh, easily, oh, yeah. easily, yeah. easily, easily, easily. So that's uh, Dan. Anyone? Any other final thoughts? I'm going to give a WrestleMania overall a B. I'll uh, I'll give it uh, I'll give it an A minus. You know, um, with the Hardys coming back, Undertaker retiring. You know, all the rest of the matches were pretty good. You know. We had some uh, shocking endings and stuff, surprise endings and stuff. Uh, you know, I, I think I think the pay per view actually kept me, uh, you know, kept me interested all the way through. You know, it's tiring watching four hours of wrestling, no matter how you slice it. But <laughs> it's just it it just wears on you at the end. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'll I'm, I'm I'll give the whole show as far as uh, keeping my interest perked and everything. I'll give it an A minus. Okay, Mike. I give it an L for long as shit. 
<laughs> the first ever L grade for a pay-per-view. Well, we are going to take a quick break. When we come right back, I want to talk about Raw and SmackDown a little bit this week, and then we'll have a trivia segment. Stick around. This is the Oversell Podcast. Say yeah! You know, I think that's Kennedy's, our friend Kennedy's favorite tag team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so <laughs> excited when they made their debut Monday. That was my favorite. Yeah. No, it was my second favorite debut of the weekend or of the of the week. Um, Raw, I thought after Mania was really good. You know, that crowd is always just so fucking hot, and it wasn't a bad crowd either. They weren't trying to take over the show. Um, Roman Reigns out there. Roman talk. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think that played out perfectly, though. Yeah, no. It, yeah. If they build him to be what, I, you know, they're trying to, if he's a cocky good guy, I'm all right with that. I've never had a problem with Roman, and I, I like the way it, this character's going now. Let's hope it, let's hope <laughs> they keep it as what they're doing, and not. He's going to get booed regardless, so. Right, right. Matter. Which, you know, that Raw after Mania, that's a kind of a special crowd, so let's see where it goes after that, yeah. but. Opened up the show perfectly. Um, what else happened on Raw this week? Let me pull up the Raw results. I watched it, but... Emma. Emma made her return. I know you were really excited, and she was like the proper <laughs> Emma. Yes. Um, I mean, that's see. it. We can finish. We can, we can stop no, talking about Raw that, now. It, no, that wasn't even the <laughs> best. That was not the best return of the week. <laughs> that happened in the main event, and you know when Jericho got jumped, you knew they're going to replace him with somebody. Yeah. And, of course, it had to be... Finn Balor, which the re- that return, man, that crowd went nuts for him too, and no, there was no back teasing backstage or anything. You didn't know. Is in the books. Bri, what was your best? Oh, what is that? <laughs> oh, hold on. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, Roman Reigns opened up. Then we got uh, the Hardy Boys defending their tag team championships, and they won that match. Neville M- Mustafa Ali had a fun match. Yeah, man. that was a good Mustafa match. Mustafa Ali is something special. I like watching him. He actually. Works like a cruiserweight in WCW. Yeah, and that, I thought that the was real, a, the real fast style, and yeah, it flips all over the swing. And then the return of Mister No Chance in Hell himself, Vince McMahon, <laughs> saying we're going to get a superstar shakeup. And that's not that's <laughs> not even the biggest news. The biggest news was uh, you could hear Mike screaming like a little girl from here. <laughs> but the biggest news was the return and who our new Raw. General manager is. Let me see if mm-hmm. I can get the music up real quick here. <clears throat> you should always have that one queued up. I, you know, I probably do need to save it. <laughs> no, that's not it. Whoa, before you get. <laughs> and I think. You know, seeing the way he worked with all the wrestlers that night when backstage, I think he's going to make a fun GM. Oh he's yeah, really, he's going to be yeah. a really good GM. Man, when he walked out though, his back was drenched. Oh in yeah, sweat yeah. On that that suit. Well, he's probably wooing back there. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> to get pumped up, but man, I thought that was just. I, I really like that pick of him as the GM. So. 
We got a new Raw GM. It's Kurt Angle, and people were already starting to bring problems to him that night. So it's going to be interesting to see what kind of relationship he's going to have with Stephanie McMahon and how much she berates him and belittles him and demeans him. And I think Stephanie will be gone for a while, though. They're I gonna, hope so. They're going to let so. Kurt so. shine for a little bit, and then she'll come back, and then that'll start some sort of some sort of drama power struggle or yeah something like that um making their rain main roster debut was next and the new day comes out and they call out anyone that wants to come out there and face them and open challenge i was watching this with my in-laws and that we had some in-laws from out of town and abby's grandmother was watching wrestling with us <laughs> and it was a neville neville was in a match with mustafa ali and he was jumping up high in the air and dropping knees onto the chest and every time she'd go oh my <laughs> and it was so cute and so funny and you know everyone's just giggling it was just so oh my <laughs> but it was just the cutest thing it really was but yeah they're watching the show with me and they're laughing and stuff and they're they make that challenge, and you hear, say yeah, and I went, yeah! And everyone kind of looked at me, and I'm like, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. But I was really excited to see the revival. And, you know, there was some hate for him on Twitter, like, oh, this is a hometown crowd, and they won't be as hot in a couple of months or something like that. Like, well, that's yeah. your opinion. But their their match at TakeOver, that was probably – that that's easily my favorite match of the year so far. Yeah, really. That triple threat tag title match was phenomenal. I didn't even care who lost at the end of that. Yeah, that was it. Was just an amazing match. NXT was a good show. Yeah, the whole NXT car was a good show. I, I was really, kind of upset with the uh, or disappointed with the Asuka Ember Moon match. Yeah, I thought it was gonna, I thought it was gonna give more to us, but it, I don't know, it just kind of fell flat for me on that one. You know, a lot of people were saying they, that Nakamura and Bobby Roode was kind of flat to them as well. I thought it was a good match. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a good match, but yeah, it, it didn't seem to be as good as their first one. Uh, backstage, Kurt Angle and Enzo Amore did some stuff. And this is where I thought, like, this is where Kurt Angle was great because of the facial expressions he was making and stuff like <laughs> That's that. That's not how you spell soft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks and Dana Brooke. Defeated Charlotte Flair, Nia Jackson, some other girl that came back that night. Yeah. Uh, now, Emma made her return. And I like what she did when she came out, jumped on the announcer's desk, and did her little quick little pose thingy, yep. and that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, backstage, Kurt, Sami Zayn, and Jamal, Jinder Mahal. Uh, you know, they they talk some bunch of shit <laughs> end up having a match <laughs> yep uh, paul Heyman and brock lesnar but man, when jinderman hall walked in and like you know you typically think kurt's like you know average size guy i mean he's pretty tall but like jinderman hall towered over kurt angle that's a big fucking dude when are we gonna find out mm-hmm. when how long is it until we get the <clears throat> Jinder Mahal suspension for banned substances because jesus christ <laughs> that dude actually when, Mahal. when are we getting the return of three man or the three-man three band. band drew mcintyre's yep, back <laughs> d mac has signed oh, i mean man. he's with nxt yeah but. yeah 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 which i think is going to be a better spot for him oh yeah personally yeah. um then brought brock and uh paul Heyman, brock lesnar braun Strowman. um it looks like <clears throat> there was a lot of shit talking towards roman reigns for this promo so it looks like roman reigns may be fighting for the title next but you know what was brought up you know our last podcast you know now these are the two guys, you know, the only two guys that have defeated Undertaker at WrestleMania. Hmm. So I mean that that sells the match right there. 
Yeah, well, you know, um, I don't like Brock Lesnar. Just leave it at that. Uh, that's when we got <laughs> at, after that we got Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, Kurt Angle, and Seth Rollins, and they you know set up the match, and then Jericho got his ass kicked, and we got a number one contenders match for the tag titles. Looks like it's going to be Cesaro, Sheamus, and Cesaro, not Shazaro. <laughs> no, that's their name now. Oh, okay, it's Shazaro. Shazaro. <laughs> you know, it's funny Shizarro. that you have a Swede and an Irishman in kilts. I find that funny. I don't know why, <laughs> but a Swede and a kilt. In a Scottish kilt and an Irishman in a Scottish kilt. And they're, I'm digging it. Their, their spot in the uh, the ladder match where they were, you know, basically going, you know, in time with each other with the, you know, Seamus doing the chest clubs and then the, yeah, that's the swing. Cool. That's pretty cool. And just counting them down together. Um, what was it? When was the spot where they like, was it they threw Enzo high in the air and then he got nailed with a European uppercut? Was that the pay-per-view? Was that Monday night? I don't remember. There was oh, so much I, wrestling. I oh don't know god. what days are anymore. Oh my god, <laughs> that was insane! Uh, Sami Zayn defeated Jinder Mahal. Then in our main event, Seth Rollins came out. We all wondered who the tag team champion was going to be. Who? 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 And bam, out comes Finn Balor. And I love Dustin Five Star to death, but he was like, "Well, where's the paint?" Like, well, it's not a pay per view. It's yeah. not. I don't. On Raw, I don't want to see the demon. Right. The demon is so. Demon, actually, I don't even want to see it every pay per view. The demon should be like a last resort. Like, I've tried everything. Now I have to get in touch with my dark side, dark, deep, dark side. It's a special attraction. Yeah. So, I, perfectly fine without him being in paint. And I love Dustin Five Star to death, but he was wrong on that. <laughs> so, we know, hey, we all love Dustin, right? Yeah. We all do. He can be wrong every so often. Yeah. I'll tell him that's more at the game. Okay. Maybe not. Like, so dude, like, you were wrong, and I'm <laughs> just yeah. gonna walk off and not even yeah. tell him why. And then super kick him, <laughs> like when he's not looking and he's cutting a promo, just super kick him. Uh, but we got this coupe de gras for the win, and it's looking closer and closer. Like uh, this, this faction's happening with Samoa Joe, Triple H. Apparently on 205 Live this week, uh, the other guy that's supposed to be joining these guys, what Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn yeah. made his debut. <clears throat> I need to watch that. Yeah, they had, f- I think, four of them from the. Uh, that so I was it him, it was. the UK tournament? Yeah, the him, UK Tyler Brate. No, he wouldn't want. Oh, him. really? Huh? Yeah. You figured the UK champion would be one of them. Um, then uh, SmackDown Live. We don't have to go through all the results like we did just then for Raw. Let's just talk about the one thing that happened. Goddamn Nakamura just coming out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> with the violinist. Oh, when that violinist yeah. came out, yeah, I, I I became as giddy as a schoolgirl. I I really did. I was like, yo, my God. I had to go show my wife and she was just like okay I was watching the voice can you please shut up now go back <laughs> to your wrestling <laughs> and, but man he didn't he didn't even say one fucking word yeah. and that he was more over than any wrestler in the WWE right now yeah and he was getting cheers man the pop was crazy you know he interrupted Miz Marie so it looks like we're gonna get a Nakamura Miz program Depending on what happens with the superstar yeah. shakeup, you know it sucks that we won't get Nakamura and AJ because I think AJ is going to go to Raw. I think I think Nakamura is more built for SmackDown. See, you would you would assume that whoever just debuted, stand, that's the show that there. they're on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm excited about that. <clears throat> I, I really am. I love Nakamura. I'm glad he's on the main roster, mainly because, you know, call me Captain New Japan. 
or anything, but it's great <laughs> seeing a guy like Nakamura make it into yeah. the main roster of the WWE. Speaking of Johnny New Japan, Captain New Japan, and all these guys, I want to go through the Sakura. We don't. I won't tell you the whole card, but I will tell you the last three matches. Oh yeah, I know what they are. Okay, what are the last three matches? Well, I don't remember, but I know that I know. Okay. I so, mean, I, <laughs> I know the main event. Actually, I'll just tell you the whole card. First match uh, will be a six-man tag match, David Finley, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Manabu Nakanishi versus Hirai Kawato, Katsuya Kitamura, and Tomoyoku Oka, which I think there's some young buck, young lions in there, young boys or whatever they call them. Next, we got the Bullet Club, Hangman Page, Tom, Tom, uh, the God, Grills of Destiny, and Takahashi, the Japanese pimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there better be a stripper butthole there. <laughs> Versus Tiger, Tiger Mask, Tiger, Tiger Mask W, Togi Makabe, and Yuji Nagata. I li- I'm starting to like Nagata. Mm. He does that arm bar and then gets that face with when he rolls his <laughs> eyes up into his head. It's so great. After that, you got Chaos, Bur- Trip Beretta, Rocky Romero, Yoshihashi versus Su- Suzuki Gun, which is going to be El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Taka Michinoku, a name that should, should fa- sound familiar to you, gentlemen. Yes. You remember Takamich? I choppy choppy your pee pee. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and that's why it's familiar. Or as Jerry Lawler used to call him, Takamich no clue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next, you got Suzuki Gun, Taichi, and Yoshinobu Kanimaru versus Jado and Gato for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. That's going to be fun. Bad Luck Fale and Kenny Omega versus Tomohiro Ishii and Tori Yanu in a tag match. I think that'll be fun. Mm. Los Ingobernables de Japón, Bushi, Evil, Sonata, and Tetsuya Naitu versus Taguchi Japan, Hiroshi Tanahashi, the John Cena of New Japan, Juice Robinson, Ricochet, mm-hmm. and Rusuku Taguchi. And Taguchi is hilarious. I love – that'll be a tag match. You know, some of these I'll probably fast forward through just to get to right. the rest of the card. Then uh, I, mean, I can't believe Teddy Long isn't there. <laughs> Teddy Long no, loves New <laughs> Japan. He does. <laughs> Uh, then you've got Tenkozy, Hiroyoshi Tenzin versus Satoshi Kojima versus War Machine. Those are two bad oh, fucking dudes. Yeah. Uh, Hanson and Raymond Rowe for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. These next three matches, guys, if you can watch, I really want you to watch this because I want to talk about these next week. For the Never Open Weight Championship, you have Hiroku Go- Hiroki Goto versus. Can you guess why I'm smiling? Hmm? Can you guess why I'm smiling? Probably. We go ahead. Who do you think it's going to be? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just go ahead and tell us? Just tell me. Uh, just guess. Okay, then I'm going to say <laughs> Emma. Zach Saber Jr. <laughs> go to versus Zach Saber Jr. Next, you I, have I like Goto. Goto. I always say that wrong. Hiroki Goto. Uh, Hiromu Takahashi, the ticking time bomb from Los Ingobernables de Japón versus. Kushida. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, I can't wait. <laughs> and the main event for the IWGP Heavyweight. Oh, that match beforehand was for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight. Junior Heavyweight, yes. Then the fi- the main event, the main event, the main event, the main event <laughs> for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Kazujika Akada. Okada. Versus Katsuyori Shibata. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
can't wait to watch this fucking match. I can't wait to watch this fucking match. This is like something I may stay up late and watch it as it comes on at like four in the morning. Just Damn. because I am so excited to see two of the top wrestlers in the world right now in a ma- in, in this match. You love Okada. Okada yeah. Okada's a great worker. Mm-hmm. You have Shibata, who's just so fucking ass-kicking <laughs> and ass-kicking. And then he once he kicks enough more ass, he kicks even more. And he's just, he brings in more ass oh, just God. to kick it. I, I'm getting so excited, and I need to calm down because it's still not for a couple days. And I don't want to have an embolism pop before this match. But I, I seriously, we've got we you've got the New Japan World. Check it out. Nine hundred ninety nine yen. I really can't wait to talk about this match. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, so that's it. That's the it's called Sakura Genesis. It's going to be. Over there in New Japan Pro Wrestling, the best pro wrestling company in the world. Um, people can argue all they want with me. The WWE is not a wrestling company. They're a sports entertainment company. New Japan is the best pro wrestling company in the world. That being said, okay, Mike, you ready for some trivia? Before that, real quick, yeah. the one thing we didn't mention about WrestleMania, Sorry. Jim Ross came yes. back that- and you know he got to call Undertaker's final match. You know... You know the be- that was like, you know that glove you have in the winter. You put it on, you know it's gonna fit right, and it's just comfy. It's warm, and you put those gloves on, and you know that's one thing you don't have to worry about. That was Jim Ross for me. Just I hear that voice calling a match, and I kind of go to my happy wrestling place. <laughs> you know, yeah. you get it. I, yeah, mean, I mean, I get what you're saying. And he signed a two year deal, so yeah. Uh, Hopefully we'll get to hear him some more with the superstar shakeup. He could be a part of it. Imagine Corey, uh, what's his name? Corey, Corey Graves. Corey Graves. I don't know why that slipped me. Imagine Corey Graves and Jim JL, Ross yeah. crawling matches on Raw. You know, and I've got to say this while we're on the subject: Tom Phillips, I think, is doing a great job on SmackDown. Yeah. In the yes. absence of Morrow, I think he's doing yes. a fantastic job. So I'm glad that's working out because David Otunga is still a fucking turd. <laughs> But yeah. but Tom Phillips, I thought I thought he called a great WrestleMania, and I thought I think he's doing a great job filling in for Morrow on SmackDown, which I don't know how long it's going to be until we get Morrow back. But I think we're in good hands with at least with one of those guys. Yeah, absolutely. So you ready to do some trivia? As long as it's queued up. <laughs> it is. Hold on. Really? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I got to turn the volume up. Let's try this again. Can you feel it, sir? It's time for a little bit of wrestling trivia. Hopefully, this is going to be better than the last time with the Superpod when I tried to organize trivia and it <laughs> fell apart in about five minutes. I still don't know. I still can't find that list that I found to try to make that trivia, so... Mike's got okay. trivia. Mike is hosting trivia this week. Mike, I'm going to give the give the show to you now. It's all yours. All right. Got three rounds. Oh, this shit. is this is going to go quick though. Okay. This this okay. is going to be a quick one, especially the first round. Y'all, y'all are going to blow through the first round. All right. Okay. Uh, usual three strike rule every round. First round, all answers are one point. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I didn't fare too well last time we did one of these. Like this. Yeah, we'll figure it out, though. You, you'll be okay. 
Okay. All right. All right. This first one gets you a lot of points. This first round gets you a lot of points. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. With Taker's retirement, I figured I had to do at least one question dealing with him. Okay. Out of all of his WrestleMania matches, he has had a total of 22 different opponents. Okay. Go back and forth. Name me all the opponents. Okay. Uh, Dan, you can go first. Ric Flair. That is correct. CM Punk. That is correct. Triple H. That is correct. Now we count him <coughs> all of his matches. Yeah, this is just. Uh, tw- you did say 22 different opponents. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Different opponents, yeah. All right. But I'll yes. let you catch up here. Yeah, where did he go? There. Yeah, he actually had three. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is correct. Had two. Uh, it was, God, it was a tag match. Um, crap. Brock Lesnar. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I can't remember if this was his name in the WWE, the giant Gonzalez. Yes. That is it. Get that stinker out of the way. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Kane. Correct. That was twice. Edge. That is another one. See, told y'all this is a quick round. A lot of points. Kevin Nash. Yes, as Diesel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Can't be stalling now already, right? Uh, <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Correct. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all have 10 of the 22 so far. Hmm. Uh, With no strikes. There's that stupid tag match that he had that he was supposed to tag with Nathan Jones, but Nathan wasn't ready yet. So he wound up doing like a handicap match. Was it TNA? Was it Albert and Tess that he actually went against? No. So that's a strike? That's kind of a hard one because... Half of it was right. <laughs> yeah, Albert was in the match. I can't remember Albert's tag partner, though. All right, well, you'll get the point for Albert, and then okay. Derek's turn. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I did count those as two separate people, even though it was on the uh, same gotcha. same night. It was still two separate opponents. Uh, shit. Yokozuna? Strike Oh, one. shit. I thought they had a Mania match. Not at Mania. So, that was Survivor Series, wasn't it? Fuck. I'm so stupid. <clears throat> Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes. Roman Reigns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I really thought y'all were like just going to work backwards from, you know. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, 
<clears throat> Kamala. Strike one. Mm. That's a good choice. Um, Snooker. Yes, the very first. <clears throat> we just lost Dan. He he was getting that fe- it, Kamala pissed him yeah. off. <laughs> Missing Kamala really pissed him off, man. Hope he's okay out there. Um, let me see if I can get him back here. Actually, I'm going to give him just a minute to call back. Yes. Um, that's always the problem. You try to call somebody back, and right, then they try to right. call you. and So we'll just hang out here. Um, say, yeah! yeah! That match was so amazing. Oh, that's that was a damn great match. You know, I thought the opening match was really good, too. Sanity. Yeah, I saw the end of it. I haven't gone back and watched the full match. I saw about the last like three or four minutes of it. Yeah, with Ty Dillinger. Who was in that match? Ty Dillinger, Cassie, or, oh no. Oh, there we go. Hello? Hey, that was my bad. Oh, man. We thought that Kamala guest just pissed you off. <laughs> uh, I said the last one I said was Snooker Dan, so you're you're back on the clock. Okay, I heard Snooker. You stole my dadgum answer, too, because I was keeping <laughs> that one safe. Uh,. <clears throat> oh man. <sighs> Dang. I'm trying to think about the old ones. <clears throat> there are only eight remaining. Okay. You said this was going to go quick. You lied. <laughs> 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 it's quicker than that pay-per-view one, man. Yeah. That, that pay-per-view one, man, that was a tough one. Yeah. Oh, I guess no one knows what we're talking about there, so we'll just... Yeah, so, yeah. That, that, was, a, that was a trial run, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Worst night ever. Oh, man. God, what the... Or maybe I thought it was going to go fast because I'm a huge Undertaker mark. That's that's part of it. <laughs> that is part of it. <laughs> oh, man. Um. I think I know one, but it's right. I, I think I know one. I think I know one. I know. I, I know eight more. Uh, well, I'm glad you do. <laughs> I think a career retrospective on the Undertaker is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you, Wikipedia, because it's going to have every bit of there. Do you see it? Um, while Dan's thinking about it, Dan, just let let me know when you're ready to give an answer. Okay. Um, did you see that uh, at Access that um. Fandango and Tyler Breeze were doing their South Paul yeah. Regional Championship yeah, wrestling. That was pretty cool. That was pretty funny. I can't. <laughs> I, I I cannot wait to go down to New Orleans for WrestleMania next year because I'm going to try to do as much as possible. I'd love to get into access. I mean, I know there's a lot of waiting in lines and stuff like that, but start saving now. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, hopefully no cruise. If I don't do a cruise, I should be able to. Big Show. Yes, he was the. Uh, 
the tag partner you were searching ah, for. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. Sid? Yes. Man, that's a good guess, Derek. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, buddy. <laughs> Six remain. Oh, my God. But yeah, the sanity match. That's fun. Yeah. I like sanity. I like Eric Young. I like Eric Young. I like I like the chicken there. Who's in the chicken there? Nikki Storm? No. No. Uh Mary Dobson. Isn't it? Thought, no, I think it's Nikki Storm. Not crazy Mary Dobson. Okay, yeah. Uh although I can't remember her name on the Yeah, now. and Big Damo was in the Andre the Giant Memorial yeah. Battle Royal. <coughs> we'll talk about NXT while Dan makes his picks here. Um <laughs> Yeah, Asuka was all right. What I was other expecting matches? a lot more from that. What other matches were there? Seeing um, oh, that Alistair Black entrance. I love that dude. Holy He's shit! Awesome. Was that entrance yeah, not that guy? That guy was awesome. Did you that entrance where he just raised up? I mean that that oh. yeah, and that fucking kick to the head. Oh, that just roundhouse. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've watched that entrance like six times. <laughs> just watching him, just just having that stage, just I'm yeah. like that is the coolest shit ever. It's small things like that that make things like yeah. like that kind of shit great. And like no really big entrance for Nakamura. He just did his normal thing. Yeah, thought that was interesting. I love I love Bobby Roode's entrance too. Glorious. Fucking. I remember Undertaker giving a body slam. A big old King Kong Bundy. Yes. There you go. Bam Bam? No. Oh. Strike two. Yeah. Shit. Five left. <laughs> did Big Boss Man get hung from the cage at WrestleMania? Yes, Son he did. Son of a bitch. Hell in a cell. Uh... <laughs> I'm about to take strike three here because I, I just my memory's not that great. Mick Foley in any iteration. Strike three. Damn. <clears throat> That's crazy that he didn't face Mick Foley. Yeah. Well, you still have two strikes to play with here. Mother. Get you a couple extra points. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> I think that was it, right? I think that was it. The Cianomus, Sanity, Di- the Triple Threat. Yeah, because they only had two hours. Yeah. It wasn't a Seven. full work shift load <laughs> of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Got Awa to play DC Deck Builder with me. You got to play that with me sometime. He enjoyed it. <coughs> it was fun. It was fun. Oh, we came up with the, the gimmick, a surprise gimmick for The Undertaker when he came out. We were just goofing off, and it was like, 
It's the surfer taker. We're like, tubular dude. I was hoping he was going to jump, you know, Triple H and take his bike. Or he comes out on like the biggest Harley in the world or something like that. <laughs> and you hear that thing revving up from a mile away. But his entrance was great. Him coming out of the ground, that was perfect. He should have come out on the wild, wacky action bike. Wild, wacky action bike. It's really hard to watch. <laughs> What about Batista? Yes. Oh man. Well, hell, I'll just I'll just go for uh, the Evolution for their. Uh, yeah, just rub it in there. Orton. <laughs> that is another one. How many more does okay. he have left? He has two. Two. Crap. <laughs> He has two left, and there's two strikes left also. Oh, I think I just thought of one. Uh. (laughs) Did you get a Switch U? Or did you get a Nintendo Switch? No. I don't want to play the new Zelda on it. I got the new Zelda for Wii, though. Oh, nice. Yeah. Came, do you, for the Wii U? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I always love the Zelda games. They make me feel smart when I figure it's, out some of the puzzles. It's crazy. Yeah? Like, it's so different. I like, Twi- you know, Twilight Princess is different, too. I haven't played that one. You haven't played Twilight Princess? You need to play mm-hmm. Twilight Princess. I've been thinking about getting it. It's good. It's really good. It, like I said, it's another one. <laughs> the puzzles make you feel so smart. I remember pl- I played that All on right. the well, GameCube. I'm, I'm tapping out on this one because I... Okay. I can't think of the last two to save my life. Okay. This one's going to piss both of you off. Probably. Shane O'Mac, two years ago. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then the one that was probably harder to remember, Mark Henry at WrestleMania 22. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, what was the score there? Well, that, re- that that shows you how rememberable that match was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Derek, eight points. Dan had 12. Oh, wow. Shit. Yeah. Damn it, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Give me a question. Give me a question. I'll screw it up. I guarantee you. <laughs> All right. Let, now for now this next one yet. is uh, all New Japan Pro Wrestling questions, right, Mike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spell Shibata. <laughs> yeah. S-H-I-B-A-T-A. I get four points. Uh-huh. Okay. This round, three-strike rule still applies. Okay. Three points. Okay. Correct answer. I need the top 10. This is WWE only. You know, WWE or you know, anything WWE, you know, from the beginning till current, basically. Who has, this is the top 10, most pay-per-view wins? Holy shit. Yes. Okay. I'm going first since Dan went first last time. Okay. Undertaker. Undertaker is number one. Ah! <laughs> With 99. Holy shit. And that's just pay-per-view wins. Wow. Dan. Pay-per-view wins. Oh, is it WWF? You said you said it's everybody? 
uh, it's you know WWE like lineage, you know, all the way back to you know WWWF, you know, basically okay. from, you know basically from like Buddy Rogers, mm-hmm. you know that lineage. Um, Hulk Hogan. Strike one. Ooh. What? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Triple H. Triple H is number three. Hmm. <clears throat> Top ten. Man, that's nuts. In pay-per-view. Yeah. Now you got to think, you know, Hogan you would expect, but... You know, back when in Hogan's heyday, they didn't, didn't do as many pay per views. Right, right. Yeah. Ooh, I know another one. Uh, Ric Flair. Strike two. I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. Number seven with 52. That's a, that was Shawn Michaels yeah. for those yeah. who don't know. <laughs> Dan. Red Hart. Strike three. What the hell? <laughs> uh, let's see. You got to think of a guy that's been around for a while. Um. Edge? Edge is number six with 61. Catching up on this round, baby. I've surpassed now. Woo! <laughs> yeah! These are yeah, three points each. Won, oh, because so, I've already striked out. I didn't get any points oh, over this oh, whatsoever. Oh, oh, so it's, I'm still going? Yeah, you're still going. You have Sh- no strikes. Oh, shit. Uh, angle? Strike one. Mm-hmm. Uh, macho Man? Strike two. Uh, most win. Golly, why can't I think of any just pay-per-view monsters in the WWE era when they're running 12 pay-per-views a year? Uh, Stone Cold? Strike three. Wow, Stone Cold's not on the list. All right, not I got to hear this 10. list. <clears throat> All right, we've got Taker, 99. Cena, number two, Fucking 89. Duh. <laughs> three was Triple H with 86. Four, Kane. With 70. He's been around the company forever. That makes so much sense. Randy Orton is next with 63. Edge with 61. The next three are all tied at 52. HBK, which you got. Chris Jericho. Why? Do, I, I never guessed Jericho <laughs> in these. Number nine, also with 52. Big Show. Hmm, been in the company forever. And number 10, The Rock with 42. Wow. Missed some big names there, didn't we? Yeah, quite a few, actually. Dan, you still there, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm just, like, flabbergasted that Hulk Hogan wasn't even in the top ten. Yeah, we got to remember there, back in those closed TV days, they weren't running, but, you know, one, two pay-per-views, what they called pay-per-views back then. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then after, and you know, after that, when pay-per-view got big, he was in WCW. Yeah, yeah, but you got to remember there was ten strong years of him doing nothing but pay per views for WWF. Well, that's true. That's true. Maybe he didn't win a lot. I mean, one of those was a WrestleMania he lost against mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Anyway, one more round. 
One more round. Let's and do this it. This one, three-strike rule applies. Of course. Five points for oh. each one because, yeah, I, this one will shock me if you get these. <laughs> <laughs> Tanahashi. <laughs> Strike four. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Same lineage, WWE, you know, all the way back. I actually found this list, and it is completely current up till, you know, this past WrestleMania. Okay. This is all-time wins. This counts pay-per-views, televised events. Jeez. And house shows, non-televised. Oh, my God. Wow. All right. So I know these are just going to be guesses <laughs> for most of them. But yes, it is the top 10 all time most wins. Dan. All time most wins. And this is WWE, you know, like I said earlier, from, you know, Buddy Rogers till current. Mm hmm. Oh. I know who I want to say, but I can't think of his name right now. <laughs> Correct. Five points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. God, he went into the Hall of Fame like. <laughs> May not want to say too much out loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. And I know exactly who you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. I think I do too. I can't remember his name. It's not. Oh, God. Why can I think? Can I not think of the dude's name? Fucking bullshit! What I'm saying to myself because I can't. Bring, I can't think of this Jesus! dude's name. Um, damn. All right, well, all-time wins, I'll go for Ric Flair. Not in the top ten. Remember the WWE? <clears throat> so that's, ah, okay. that's, that's a strike for Dan? Yes. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> Bruno San Martino? That is correct. Was that who yep, you're thinking that's of? That's the Dan? one I was thinking of. Yep. <laughs> I almost wanted to say, so how's your best friend doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're back up, Dan. Blue uh, um, says, strike two. <clears throat> and by the way, Bruno San Martino, one thousand three hundred and twenty-seven wins. And what number was he again? Six. Okay. <clears throat> Um, man, yeah, Hogan. Hogan is number nine with one thousand one hundred and forty-six. Okay, there's your Hogan pick, Dan. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he said, "Fuck you, Derek." <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I got Big Show. Yeah, man. <coughs> fuck you, Derek. Um. Um. We said pay-per-view wins with John Cena. I'll, I'll go for all-time wins with John Cena, too. He is number two. Wow. 1,695 wins. Man. Um, Buddy Rogers? <laughs> Strike one. Shibata and Okada. <laughs> Watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh man! Um, Seriously, Shibata and Akata. This is going to come out of left field, but Ox Baker. That is strike three. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm just gonna. I'm probably gonna go rapid fire here. You said Cena was number two. Yep. The Rock. Strike two. Stone Cold? Strike three. Okay. Well, I won anyway. Ha! 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 What was this list? Because that shit was hard. <clears throat> Number one, Undertaker. Duh, get- <laughs> <laughs> so st- <laughs> I told you at the beginning I was going to do stuff with Undertaker. <laughs> 1,769 wins. Wow. Cena at 1,695. <laughs> the next few were people that were guests in the other round. <laughs> Bret Hart, mm. number three, 1,634. Number four, Kane, 1,460. This is one I would have been surprised if y'all would have guessed. Tito Santana. Mm. One thousand three hundred ninety. Huh. <laughs> uh, you know, those are all these. A lot of these names are also when WWE made their money at house shows. So you always yeah. a lot of these guys. You know, a lot of these guys are faces, and you had to send crowd home. The crowds home happy. Yeah. So on television, you see the heels get over, and then at these live events, you know that's where you've got your baby faces over. Uh, number six was Bruno San Martino, thirteen twenty-seven. Number seven, Shawn Michaels. 1,288. I mean, it's basically the other fucking list that we all just <laughs> went through. <laughs> Number eight, Big Show, 1,207. Oh. Wow. You would think that he would have a lot of fucking wins. Yeah, that's true. Uh, number nine was Hogan, and number 10 is another one I would have been surprised if you would have got Bob Backlund. Wow. Yeah. 1,106. Yeah, yeah, he you know he had that big string. What's the book? It's right there. Oh, yeah, I'll do it this week. Let me find a quick Memphis wrestling moment here. What's today's date? Where did I? April 6th. April 6th. All right, here we go for a Memphis wrestling moment. April 4th, 1983. Championship Wrestling prevents wrestling Monday, April 4th, 8 o'clock p.m. at the Mid-South Coliseum. It prevents it? Presents. <laughs> presents. There was no wrestling tonight. Sun- you're, you're killing my <laughs> Memphis. I don't do this when you do the Memphis wrestling moment. Uh, 
Don't fuck up. Sonny King versus Carl Furby. Duke Myers versus Bobby Fulton. Ace of Spades with Jim Cornette versus Bobby Eaton with Jimmy Hart. Dutch Mantell and Steve-O versus the Bruise Brothers. Mid-Atlantic title match. Mask and title versus $1,000 of Hart's money. Stagger Lee versus Giant Frazier with Jimmy Hart. Mask at stake. Rock and Roll Express recently inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame versus the Galaxians with Jim Cornette, who was also at the WWE Hall of Fame. Return Southern Heavyweight title match. Two referees, Bill Dundee versus Terry Taylor. AWA Southern Tag Team title match. The Fabulous Ones versus the Moondogs with Jimmy Hart. Jeez, Jimmy Hart managed a lot of people. Triple main event. That I guess the last three were main events. Your final match, AWA World Heavyweight title match, Jerry Lawler versus Nick Bockwinkle. Let's see. Lawler loses. Damn it. Jerry Lawler will have to wait another day to try for the World Heavyweight Wrestling title. Lawler lost his chance to unseat champion Nick Bockwinkle last night by being disqualified in the main event of the weekly card at the Mid-South Coliseum. In other matches before 6,716, the Moondogs won the Southern Tag Team title from the Fabulous Ones. Bill Dundee remained the Southern Heavyweight Champion by pinning Terry Taylor. Stagger Lee retained his Mid-American title belt by defeating Giant Frazier. Bobby Eaton and the Ace of Spades fought to a draw. The Bruise Brothers won over Dutch Mantel and Steve-O. The Galaxians defeated the Rock and Roll Express. Carl Fergie won by disqualification over Sonny King. And Duke Myers pinned Bobby Fulton. That is your Memphis Wrestling Moment. Guys, it's been a long show. It's been fun. We need to get out of here. As we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So I'm going to ask you, who was your Superstar of the Week? Had to do it a little differently. <laughs> you know, Mike was bobbing his head too much. Into hang there a little bit. <laughs> so uh, let's start with Mike. Scott Steiner is still the superstar of the week. W-E-A-K. Well, fuck Scott Steiner. I don't uh, that's what I've been saying for years. Yeah, yeah. well, right. anyway. You got a 33.3% <laughs> chance of getting superstar of the week right. And when you pick Scott Steiner, you actually lose 25%, so you have 8% over 3 <laughs> Anyway, Superstar yeah, of the Week. Exactly. Mark. Superstar yeah. of the Week. I'm going with DIY, Authors of Pain, and The Revival. Very nice. Very because nice. that was my favorite match of the entire weekend. Okay. Absolutely. Dan. I'm going with the Hardys Good for pick. making their return. You both assholes stole mine, so <laughs> I'm going to say <clears throat> Alistair Black for making his debut with that badass entrance at NXT fake the folks thank you for listening thank you for downloading hang on a minute hang oh, on a minute oh, I'm, I'm reading oh, something excuse me there's excuse a, me. just a little we'll uh, we'll leave this parting shot here um Simon Gotch uh, released by the WWE yeah that well too. That, well yeah you know that yeah. was such a that's a sad moment there yeah. <laughs> uh but no uh Meltzer uh reported that WWE has no problem reverting Matt and Jeff back to their team extreme personas. They don't want to give the Anthem Sports any money and are doing a lot to help the Hardys win their case. Let's hope they do. Um, let's see here. 
WWE might have found a loophole in the legal proceedings as TNA used the terms charismatic enigma when Jeff was in their company, even though it was a WWF, WWE owned trademark. WWE is trying to make a case that TNA profited off of a WWE registered trademark and might countersue in order to get the case thrown out. Oh, yeah, that that will... That will definitely do it. That'll do it. Yeah, thus giving Matt and Jeff full rights to the entire broken universe. They will cave faster than the Buffalo (laughs) Bills in a Super Bowl. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. The easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes while you're there. Leave us a five-star review and leave us some comments. We will read them on the air, I promise. And tell your friends, if you like what we do, when we send out links to our shows... Retweet. Liking is great. I love likes. Retweet. 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 Retweet us. If you love what we're doing, folks, also check out oversellpod.com and check out the Amazon link. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast. Shit, bye, time!